This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. NHL news tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes have announced that Max Pacioretty will undergo surgery to repair a torn Achilles surgery tomorrow. Expected recovery time for Pacioretty, six months. So that is into uh, February for the player that they uh, acquired for future considerations back in, uh, well, about a month ago, back on July 13th. Max Pacioretty of the Carolina Hurricanes will have surgery tomorrow to repair a torn Achilles, and the Hurricanes say expected recovery time six months. The Blue Jays are in a rain delay, leading the Orioles 5-3 in the sixth. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, two home runs in that game for Bo Bichette. And uh, at the World Junior Tournament, two games are final now. Earlier, the early game, you had Czechia over Slovakia 5-4, Finland taking it to Latvia 6-1. Germany and the United States will face off at the top of the hour tomorrow at 4 p.m. It'll be Canada and Latvia also playing tomorrow, Sweden and Switzerland at noon, and the 8 o'clock game tomorrow is Austria and Germany. The uh, Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, obviously uh, an awesome season. And uh, head coach Brad Lauer moved on. Uh, Luke Pierce uh, promoted to head coach. And the new assistant coach today is Serge Lejoie. They also made a trade. And to discuss uh, some of these transactions, I'm pleased to welcome back to the show the GM of the Oil Kings, Kurt Hill. Kurt, thanks for hopping on tonight, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Reed. How are you? Well, I'm doing very well. Thanks for doing this. Uh, not a lot of rest for you in the summer. I hope you got a little bit of R&R. But uh, how have the things been uh, since the Memorial Cup overall? Yeah, you know, I think obviously we got back from, from St. John and it was uh, time to, obviously a difficult time to say bye to bye to our players after, a, you know, a real exciting and uh, a rewarding year, a long year. Ten months was, uh, you know, it was, it was a bit of a grind at times, but uh, it was super rewarding. And, uh, you know, we got to say goodbye to them. And, um, you know, majority of the – oh, then we jumped right into the Euro draft and then majority of the staff after that point took some time off. But uh, – we're uh, only a month away from three weeks away from training camp now, so it's uh, picking up big time. Yeah. Serge Lejoie, a name I know well. I used to watch him playing for the Golden Bears hockey team uh, when I was a U of A student, later coached the Bears. He's coached in the WHL. Uh, he's been coaching uh, here uh, in uh, OHA uh, here in Edmonton, um, the OHA uh, U18 prep club. Uh, just tell us a little bit about bringing Serge aboard as an assistant coach. Well, you know, the wealth of experience, obviously, he's had uh, such great success at, uh, well, when he was at Nate and at the U of A, I mean, bringing, bringing championships to both those uh, respective co colleges and universities, and, you know, um, he's really full-rounded himself going back to the sport, Canadian Sports School Hockey League at OHA and, you know, getting an opportunity to work with those players, and, you know, probably one of the biggest advantages of Surge is, 
you know, he's got a pretty good feel for the Western Hockey League, having been a head coach in the league for one season, and um, further than that, having a son who's now going into his fourth season in the league. So, um, a parent, a coach, and you know, it, it was no, it was an easy fit for us to to add him to our staff to work aside Luke. Yeah, he's going to be a, a great fit there with the uh, Oil Kings. And hey, uh, your job is uh, is a tough one because you got to make some difficult decisions sometime. And uh, Jalen Lipen, who is a very popular and productive player for uh, the Oil Kings, have been has been traded. Um, you get Rhett Melnick back. You get defenseman Bryson Andrig back. You also get a conditional second rounder from Tri City in 2023. Uh, before I talk about the new guys, uh, I mean Lipen's been on the show. Uh, to me, a great story. Uh, a really dedicated player. Can you just kind of give some memories of him as an Oil King? Well, I guess the first memory that sticks out, I remember when I got the job here and he was a ninth-round pick that was obviously picked before I got here. And, you know, for him to come into the training camp at 16 and he was one of our best players that year and found his, fought his way to pretty much make it impossible for us to send them home. So, you know, he became a, a pretty big part of the team that year. And, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that was he, was was great for Jalen in his career as a young player was, you know, he took the penalty kill real seriously and took face-offs real seriously as a young player. He just found that, you know, that niche for what he was going to be and how he was going to find minutes on the ice. And, you know, from there it just blossomed. And during the bubble, um, he had a breakout year. He really started to find his offensive swagger in the league. And, you know, I told Jalen today that uh, we don't win a championship last year without him here. And, um, we're going to miss them, but uh, as you know, with, with junior hockey, it's uh, some of these decisions have to be made, and, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, some of these are probably going to have to be made this year. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the guys you're coming in, what is it, an 18-year-old and, an, and a 19-year-old? What can you just tell us about Melnick and Andrick? Well, Melnick we're extremely familiar with. He's a guy that was, was picked in the second round of the Bantam, Bantam draft and uh, from Fort Saskatchewan, so... Um, you know, he's a guy that uh, we expect to, to be, you know, a two to three year player. Um, you know, he's extremely smart. He's got great hockey IQ, like I said, and um, his playmaking ability is off the charts. So, you know, being on a bit of a weaker team last year in Tri-Cities, he, he had 27 points. And, you know, he's a guy that, uh, you know, we predict uh, kind of like when we made the Josh Williams deal. It's uh, a little bit of investment in, in his time here and us working with him. And, you know, he's a guy that we feel is going to produce pretty soon significantly for us uh, in the years to come here yeah okay world juniors are underway i got sebastian costa coming up uh, and you mentioned that it's busy with camp coming up how much time will you will you take to take in the world juniors do you do you have the luxury to watch a few games or how do you approach it here with the tournament in august yeah, I think we're going to we're going to definitely watch some. You know, it's uh, with uh, obviously Demick playing. Got to watch some of his game today, and uh, with our new German player being on Team Germany now, I don't know how much he's going to play with uh, him being only a 17-year-old on that team. But uh, you know, really optimistic that he's a part of that roster right now, and hopefully we can see uh, some of his minutes at the tournament as well. And and obviously, Kos has been. Uh, a real big part of our organization here. So anything we can do to support him and uh, support Team Canada to hopefully get the gold, uh, we'll do that. All right, and uh, yeah, like you said, we're getting we're getting rolling. Your uh, regular season starts Friday, September 23rd against Red Deer, so we're not that far away. And is it back to a, a traditional schedule? You're going to play every team at least once. Is it back to that this year? 
Yeah, we're back to that. So the, the BC division is going to be coming through here this year. And uh, in October, uh, kind of mid-October, we head down to the U.S. for, for our U.S. swing. So uh, um, I guess we'll see uh, potentially see Jalen Lathan pretty early in the season next year. Okay. Well, Kurt, I always appreciate you coming on the show. I, I know it's been a, a busy day for you here, so I appreciate you taking a chunk out of your evening to call into Inside Sports. Uh, again, we wish you all the best. Of course, we'll be talking during the year here, but thanks again for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Reed. Take care. That is Kurt Hill. That is the general manager of your Edmonton Oil Kings. Yeah, a couple of significant moves today. Serge Lejoie coming aboard as an assistant coach and Jalen Lipen traded to Tri-City for forward Rhett Melnick and defenseman Bryson Andreg. Uh, Melnick going into his third year in the WHL already. He is from Fort Saskatchewan. Andreg, 19 years of age, also entering his third WHL season. He's 6'3", 185. He is from Allen, Texas, It'll be fun to get his story to uh, junior hockey on this show someday in the near future. The uh, Blue Jays, just checking, still in that rain delay, uh, leading the Orioles 5-3. That's in the sixth inning. Mention Sebastian Cosa. He's uh, one of the three goaltenders on the Canadian World Junior roster. We're going to catch up with him when we get back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, there's a classic for you. Dance the night away from Van Halen. I've noticed we play a lot of Van Halen coming back from breaks on this show. I wonder if the host is a fan, Derek. I think he might be. Maybe just a little bit, hey? I would say uh, Van Halen, my uh, second favorite band after Def Leppard. Oh, yeah, they rock. I agree. Very good band. Uh, Def Leppard played Toronto last night. Uh, I was uh, actually conversing with a couple of uh, people I know who went to the concert who were impressed with leopard's performance one of my friends i said how was motley crew and she said very loud so <laughs> loud that i couldn't tell what song they were playing oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know if that's uh, i mean you expect it to be loud it's a rock show that's part of the reason you go i don't know if it should make the songs incoherent right I'm not sure I, I i and she also told me that because uh, I, I, I thought Motley Crue was going last every night, but apparently they are alternating with Def Leppard. So I, I'm going to have to count ahead and see who's going last here in Edmonton on September 4th. Mm, anyway. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, Joan Jett. And I do hate myself for loving you, Derek. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, a great Poison. song. That is a great song. Uh, we got Poison, and you got uh, Def Leppard, and you got Motley Crue. That's oh, there's a show. show. I think that is a show. That is a, that is going to be a good show. I've Poison's uh, toured with Leopard the previous couple of tours, and Joan Jett opened for Leopard. Oh, I don't know, probably twenty years ago. She was pretty good. I think I saw them at the convention center. Anyway, Commonwealth cool. Stadium, September fourth. I'll be there with uh, three three close friends and. 
tens of thousands of other friends enjoying enjoying the music. It's going to be good. Awesome. Okay. Uh, World Juniors getting rolling. Canada plays tomorrow from the Oil Kings. Goaltender Sebastian Cosa. Sebastian, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Thanks, Reid. Uh, pretty good. It's been a busy, busy couple weeks here. Uh, but obviously, uh, really excited here for this tournament coming up. Yeah, well, I bet you're busy. What a summer. Can you, you mentioned the last uh, two or three weeks here. Can you kind of take us through the, the timeline? Because I think you've had some travel and <laughs> and getting ready to play and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, obviously, right after uh, right after the Mem Cup there, uh, we came back as a team and, and uh, obviously spent the, the last week together kind of just going over over some memories and obviously just spending some time with the team and, and most guys went home and um you know i spent some time here in edmonton for about a week and a half and um you know went right down to detroit there to, to train for a bit you know development camp was down there and then stayed a couple of weeks afterwards to train and um came back to edmonton about had about three days off and, and right to, to world junior camp so um it's just, yeah it's been a busy summer but obviously a lot of good hockey in it so so it's been pretty exciting what did you take out of development camp with the red wings obviously a team that's trying to build up here and and uh you're part of their future whenever that's gonna wind up being for you on the club uh how, how did it go at development camp yeah really good i think you know obviously just going there and still kind of just making relationships with the coaches down there obviously world-class coaches and and um yeah like i said just making some relationships with the with the coaches and, and some of the players who i've never met before but yeah it was really good the the competition was high there and, and uh just got better there so it was great all right so in terms of now the world juniors they're they're trying again obviously uh, you know, it didn't work out for you guys uh, back in December. What's the sort of the, the feel around the team, that vibe for you playing hockey when, you know, it might be plus 30 or close to it tomorrow? Uh, how's everything coming together? Yeah, it's definitely, it's, uh, it's definitely strange, um, you know, playing, playing competitive hockey at, at this time of the year, but um, obviously I think still, still just kind of coming back here and, and writing, uh, writing what was wrong at, at Christmas there, kind of, um, you know, just kind of getting a second chance to, to bring back uh to bring back gold the uh, gold medal here so um obviously a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that wish we could have done different in, in christmas and you know wish we could have finished out that tournament there but you know luckily we got the got a second chance now to, to you know kind of complete what we uh couldn't finish there so um obviously yeah the team's very uh, very focused right now and and uh, the past couple of weeks of training have been very good so I'm looking start to looking forward to getting the tournament started tomorrow yeah well and, and different for you i, I mean no obviously you're happy to be on team canada but the, the christmas tournament you had what three teammates and then one of them wound up gotten traded to you guys uh after that so i mean it's not it, it must does it feel like a totally different team even though it's uh, another uh, shot at team canada here definitely yeah i think you know there's there's probably about four guys or sorry uh, about eight guys who are who are new to this team and, and about four of them uh, on christmas were, were my teammates then so um obviously uh some new new faces but obviously uh just kind of getting uh getting the new relationships with the new players here and and um you know the team's been bonding pretty good here so um you know i think yeah we're just like i said earlier just kind of kind of getting ready for the tournament here Sebastian Costa from the Canadian World Junior Team and your Edmonton Oil Kings joining us tonight on Inside Sports. I believe you played half the game yesterday, the tune-up game against Sweden. Uh, how do you feel that one went for you? Um, yeah, I think, you know, obviously I, I, I uh, went in halfway there and, you know, it's always tough, but I think, um, you know, I got the win, which is uh, which is the most important thing. Um, I think it was nice just kind of getting a, getting a taste of the, the competition and obviously Sweden's a, a good team there, so... 
um, you know, there were some high, uh, high level prospects on their team as well. And, um, you know, just kind of getting ready for the tournament here. It was, uh, it was good. Just kind of taste of the tournament. All right. Uh, uh, hopefully some, uh, family coming out to the games uh, or what's the, what's the drill here? Do you, do you know if anybody's going to be able to make it? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have uh, my family from Fort Murray coming up and, and, uh, you know, I've got my girlfriend and, and her family coming out from, uh, from Fort Saskatchewan. So, um, you know, I think, yeah, I'm going to have lots of friends and family here, which is uh, going to be a nice kind of support system here. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And look, I, I know it was a couple months ago now, uh, but we haven't talked since um, the, the championship and then the Memorial cup. And Hey, I know you guys wanted to get a couple more wins of the Memorial cup, but looking back on this oil king season i mean i look back on it as an observer and say man oh man what what an awesome club what a lot of great memories have you sort of uh, processed everything that happened this past season yeah yeah i mean obviously it's going to be uh you know memories memories that are going to last a, a lifetime for me obviously one of the one of the best teams probably to ever do it in the in the western league just kind of looking at the, the team on roster and um you know yeah like you said the memorial cup didn't go the way we wanted but um, you know, I think kind of the team that we had there, you know, uh, a lot of guys were beat up and, um, you know, I think we, we did the best that we could. Um, you know, I think the, the teams there were, were uh, a good challenge for us and, and it was a great experience for, for the group of guys that we had. Um, yeah, obviously, like you said, kind of wish we did better, but, um, you know, I think we got a lot out of it as, as individuals from that team and, and as a whole team or ourselves. So, um, you know, I think didn't like the way we finished, but, um, yeah, I think it was uh, it was a great run, and obviously, yeah, kind of the season just you know it was uh, a dominant season where um, you know I think we kind of rolled over in, in playoffs there, and um, you know had a had a great season there and, and great playoffs to kind of finish off and, and get the edge now there is great. Yeah, right on. Okay, well, Sebastian, a pleasure to talk to you again, and uh, thanks for uh, looking back on the Oil King okay. season, telling us how the summer has gone, and looking ahead to this World Junior Tournament. Of course, I, I wish you all the best here with Team Canada, and you're always welcome on the show. Go get them. Thanks a lot, Reed. Appreciate it. Right on. Sebastian Kosa, Canada, Latvia, tomorrow to start off the uh, World Junior Tournament. Uh, I, I believe Sebastian is not the expected starter for that game, but I'm sure he'll get uh, some time in the net at some point in the tournament. So that's 4 o'clock tomorrow for that game. Coming up in a few minutes, starting in about 10 minutes at Rogers Place, Germany and the United States. Earlier, Latvia lost to Finland 6-1, Czechia over Slovakia 5-4. Okay, the Edmonton Elks back at practice today, getting ready for the game on Saturday. They host Saskatchewan. It's on 6.30, Ched. Countdown to kickoff, 6.30. The game will start at 8. Receiver Manny Arsenault on the challenge of coming back after another lopsided loss. It really boils down to each individual and how they deal with adversity, how they deal with bouncing back from a tough loss. But at the end of the day, man, preparation is key, and you get ready for the next week. You know, come in, you want to make the corrections, you want to point out the things that kind of set us back, and after that, you got to move forward. And that's the focus this week, getting ready to play a Saskatchewan team that we played previously. It's just getting back to work, man, having a great body language, great energy, and just knowing that at some point it's going to take the guys within these four walls to, to fix this thing and figure it out. So that's where we stand as a team is leaning on one, one another and knowing that this hole we dug ourselves in as pros and as athletes is our job to get us out of it. That is uh, Manny Arsenault, one of the most experienced players on the Edmonton Elks. So hopefully his wisdom and leadership is going to help the team here turn it around. And Arsenault says we got to learn from mistakes to get some wins. 
But I think for us, man, shooting ourselves in the foot, we just have to find ways to stop losing games. And that's us having to lock in, be a little bit more focused, um, over-communicate, and, and basically dominate the details. And that's executing what's being called for 60 minutes. Because you can't win a game in one quarter. You can't win it in two. You can't do it in three. It takes four quarters and playing 60 minutes of football. And like I told the guys, man, it's okay to be ahead on a team and actually knowing you can win a game. I was like, winning in the fi final seconds, that's stress. Let's have good energy. Let's be happy, man, and just put four quarters of solid football together. But I think when we can stop finding ways, you know what I'm saying, to lose these games, we're going to be okay. And once the first win comes, it can be contagious. It's going to be like the domino effect. But it's going to take each guy on the team just, just holding themselves accountable and, and just going out to win a game because we're blessed with this opportunity to still be playing. All right, a little bit there from Manny Arsenault talking to David Morley after Elks practice today. So, yes, it is a tough go for the Elks, now down to 2-6 and six on the season. Absolutely blasted by the BC Lions on Saturday. So what is Chris Jones's attitude? We're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, bro. You get where I'm going. So, uh, again, that game's over with, and, and we're moving on to our next opponent, which is Saskatchewan. So nothing can be gained by talking about it. We've, we've did all we're going to do. Yes, they are uh, on to Saskatchewan. Uh, Bill Belichick from the New England Patriots repeating numerous times in 2014 after a blowout loss to Kansas City. We are on to Cincinnati. This Elks team doesn't have quite the cachet that that Patriots team did at the time, but that's the uh, attitude that Jones is trying to instill. We had G. Roy Simon, assistant GM of the Elks, on the show earlier. Thanks to him, along with our other guests, Jamie Nye, Dan O'Toole, Kurt Hill, and Sebastian Kosa. If you missed anything or you just want to hear it again, sign up for the Inside Sports Podcast or go to the show page on 630Ched.com. And, hey, you like the show? Bring along a friend or two tomorrow night. The more the merrier. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of the show. Derek Scott, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.